and welcome back to our weird history mini-sode again where we seek to bring you tales of the strange and unusual throughout history this week we're talking about what what are we talking about what are we talking about the straw hat riot of 1922 i'm now just imagining like a dude in overalls and a straw hat rioting oh no this is new york city not in the country you can still wear overalls and a straw hat in New York City, riot and riot. I just am imagining this is the kind of guy that's rioting. Oh, no. Because that's what comes to my brain. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The, the, these are the fashionable people of uh, New York City in 1922. So we're going to get right into it. And no rioting. If you see someone with a straw hat, don't do this. It's rude. <laughs> so off and on, if, if you know anything about fashion history, which is a very fascinating topic, and I'd look into it if you are. Hats have waxed and waned throughout history in terms of various types of fashions. And at times, it's fashionable to wear one, particularly if you're going to be in quote-unquote polite society, and sometimes it's okay that you don't wear one. And no time was it probably more fashionable than the first half of the 20th century or at least say the late 1800s into the 1940s. If you think about particularly the 1930s and 1940s, every man wore a hat. Ladies didn't always have to, but they usually did. But everyone wore a hat because it was fashionable, also for general reasons. But one of the most popular hats of the late 1800s and into the 1900s was the straw hat, which was comfortable for several reasons. One, it's lightweight. Two, it breathes. Two, three, it makes a really great summer hat because otherwise most of the men are going to be wearing felt hats or silk hats, which are very heavy and sweaty to be wearing in the middle of summer. And if anyone's ever lived up in New York City, it is hot and muggy. And that is pretty much the whole East Coast of the U.S. in the middle of the summer. I don't miss the humidity at all. I don't miss it. The The humidity part. Oh my gosh. I remember walking out of my house, standing on the front doorstep and just being like, nope, I just need to go in and take another shower. I didn't even realize how bad the humidity was until some years back, I went to do a, an archaeology field school in Colorado and I was only gone for six weeks. And I'm sorry, in New Mexico, uh, not Colorado, but I came back just after 4th of July and the middle of summer and the hottest and most humid week of summer and then I got off the plane. I'm like, <gasps> it's so humid. Oh, I, I was like, I, it, it was just so hard to breathe. The air is just so thick. So certainly you don't want to be wearing a silk or a felt hat at this time. You want something that breathes. And most of these straw hats were known as boaters because they were typically wrote, worn by boatmen to keep your heads cool. And they were often worn around to sporting events, but eventually they became very popular and became very common to wear in the cities. And most professionals would actually even just wear them to work. Even stockbrokers would wear them over to Wall Street. Some of the sources I have, you will see pictures of New York City where it's just straw hats as far as you could see. It's just straw hats everywhere. And in fact, there was a time in May and June at one point or another known as Straw Hat Day, which was a day where one would sort of doff off the felt or silk hats from the winter and put on your straw hat for the summer. It was just a fashion statement, but like, oh, and technically it also would coincide with the times that strawberries would ripen, which would typically be around June 15. So typically around every June, 
would be straw hat day. Strawberries would ripen and you also bring out your straw hat because that would signify the beginning of summer. And there's an article from the New York Times from 1908 that also stated that, quote, men who wanted to wear straw hats before the time of the strawberries in New York should move south as the strawberries would ripen earlier. Because there were some people who believed that straw hats, though perfect for summer, if they also wanted to wear them in the winter, they should be allowed to. But society deemed it unfashionable to do so. By the 1920s, straw hat day had actually moved to May 1st. I guess the strawberries began to ripen even earlier. But as common as straw hats were to wear in the summer, they were not fashionable to be wearing in the fall and winter. And in fact, September 15th was known as felt hat day. I'm sorry, felt, uh, September 16th was known as felt hat day. The last day that you should be wearing your straw hat is on September 15th because that would be considered the end of the summer season. However, this was really more of a tradition in Wall Street. As I mentioned, the traders would actually wear their straw hats over to Wall Street. And at the end of the day, to signal the end of summer and beginning of fall and the new trading season, they would take off their straw hats, put them on the floor and stomp on them. What a waste of a straw hat. Yeah, well, straw hats, one, for, were typically pretty cheap to buy. And two, if you wore it all winter, now, mind you, it could get pretty rainy and humid. So the straw would get wet. It would get warped. The ribbon band around it would start to fade from the sun. So it really kind of was a once a season, once a year sort of a thing. So it wasn't terribly uncommon for people to actually take their straw hats off and stomp on them at the end of the summer season. And then the next season you go buy a new one, which was also kind of good marketing for hat stores because you had straw hat day. So people who maybe not had a straw hat or needed to get a new one could then go to the store, spend some money and buy new straw hats. And then September 16th was felt hat day. So you'd remove or destroy your straw hat, go to the felt, go to the store to buy a new felt or silk hat for the winter. This actually was something similar that ladies also had to, I'm gonna deviate for just a second. This whole no wearing white past Labor Day, which is something that's still in confusion today that I don't think people really adhere to much, but that was something that was a rule for the ladies. Partly because summer heat would begin to let up. And so white was considered a good color to wear to kind of beat off the summer heat. It was also because New York City in particular could, as we said, very hot and muggy, but also very dirty. There was soot from all the, tr the factories. There was mud in everything and everything on the streets from all the horses. And it was just kind of dirty most of the time. So wearing a white outfit was very hard to keep up. So the white outfits were really for the higher society ladies to wear when they go on their outings in the summer to the countryside to escape the heat and the people. Still dirty. Oh, you still certainly get it dirty. What if, I mean, there's such a thing called grass stains. No, no, no. New York City is just as dirty today as it was then. I don't Maybe think... even more dirty. Well, the streets aren't piled up with mud and horse poo. And there's sanitation. When was the last time you were in New York City? Never. Okay. Yeah, no. I was there a few years back, right before I left for California. It's still disgusting. I guarantee it. It's still disgusting and filled mm -hmm. with smog and nasty. Well, going back to the straw hats, as we said, September 15th was the last day to be able to wear it in polite society. And anyone wearing a straw hat after the 15th were usually ridiculed. And in fact, it was very common among the youths and the teenagers 
the boys mainly, to actually snatch the hats off passersby if they were wearing a straw hat after the 15th and then crush it with their foot because you were going to probably do that anyway, so might as well destroy it. And because of this, many newspapers at the time would even caution people and let them know, hey, September 15th is approaching. Keep in mind, you know, the end of the straw hat season is coming up. And there was actually an article in the, in the Pittsburgh Press, which came out on September 15th, 1910, and noted that the police had to intervene on more than one occasion to, quote, protect straw-lidded pedestrians because things were starting to get a bit rowdy. Upset over his stupid straw hat. Oh, that was just the beginning. I just I can't help but laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it gets so so crazier. That was 1910. Now we're going into September 13th, 1922, two days before the end of straw hat season. And a full-blown riot took place in New York City in the evening. Several groups of young men would grab the hats off of factory workers from the Mulberry Bend section of Manhattan and stomp on them. And it didn't end there. They just sort of went on a spree of trying to grab people's hats. At one point, they tried to do, to do the same thing to some dock workers. The dock workers retaliated and the boys and the dock workers got into a brawl. The brawl was so big because the crowds were so big. And it was so bad, it even stopped traffic on the Manhattan Bridge. What? Yeah. You literally stopped traffic on the Manhattan Bridge for that. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the brawl went to the bridge and ended up stopping traffic. So petty. I mean, boys will be boys, but I guess any excuse to beat people up back then? I, I don't know. TVs weren't around back then. Radio stations were still sort of somewhat new. Uh, just looking for a form of entertainment, I guess. Sure. Let's go with that. I mean, there were gangs in New York, and I'm not just referring to the movie. So you had a lot of ruffians out and about. So the police were actually called in, and even off-duty police cops were actually called in. The reserves were even called in to try to break up these riots. And they would eventually arrest uh, several men. Now, men, I mean 16 and older. Anyone under the age of 15 was considered a minor. And the magistrate of the men's night court in New York City, a man named, this is perfect, Perfect. Peter Hatting. It's a straw hat, right? And the last man's last name is Hatting. The timing couldn't be better, I suppose. But he actually saw that the, the rule for straw hats as actually kind of being stupid and silly. And even at once, one time stated, a man's hat is just as much his property and has much a right to be defended as his watch. So eventually, of the, I think, eight people that he ended up arresting, he charged them all $5, which at the time... I'm sorry, $5 at the time, which amounts to about $15 today for assault charges. And he put it as to hit a man's hat is simply as a simple assault. And then this court will be treated as such. He wasn't actually the cop. He was the magistrate. So he's one of the, the city judges, I guess. But having heard that there were groups of boys going around stealing the hats off of men and getting into brawls caused other boys who want to go out and essentially vandalize other people's property as well and some of them would even go around roaming the streets of manhattan with large sticks with nails protruding out of them in which to actually take and then like from a distance you can knock a person's hat off their head it sounds like a spiked club yeah kind of except you're not using it to be a person's head in you're just using it to beat their hat off 
anyone who resisted these gangs of boys were actually caught up in the brawls themselves and actually many many were treated for various injuries i believe someone even ended up with a broken arm and as we said most of the boys were underage they're under 15 years and younger on average 10 to 15 year old boys in these gangs running around knocking straw hats off of people and the older ones were charged with disorderly conduct and assault however one of the lieutenants lieutenant lenahan of east 104th street station decided to give a lecture to eight of the boys that he arrested sent them home to their parents with a recommendation of a spanking that was their punishment Uh, Yeah, that was their punishment, a spanking. But he also did tell their parents that if he had to bring them in again, he would lock them up. The New York Tribune actually published an article that went, quote, boys who were guided by the calendar rather than the weather and most of all by their own troublemaking proclivities indulged in a straw hat smashing orgy throughout the city last night. A dozen or more were arrested and seven were spanked ignominiously by their parents and the East 104th Street Police Station by the order of the lieutenant at his desk, unquote. <laughs> the lieutenant literally ordered a spanking. I'm just... <laughs> That's too enjoyable. Well, I mean, it's a bit better than taking the belt to the back shed. Yeah. I just... could, it could be worse. That was a comment. I'm not, saying it's, I'm not saying it's bad at all. I'm saying I just find it funny that that's the punishment a lieutenant gave out yes yes the police station gave their parents told them to give the boys a spanking and the new york times wrote an article which also stated quote hundreds of boys terrorized straw-lidded citizens forcing them to run through a gauntlet meaning the neighborhoods other hoodlums hid in doorways before leaping out to attack a man named ec jones claimed 1000 teens were part of a roaming mod on mob on amsterdam avenue harry gerber 25 was kicked and beaten so badly that he was hospitalized ouch these boys would also swarm the street cars too it's not just any general pedestrians they would attack the street cars trying to knock people's hats off and the police would try to quell the mobs, but would end up getting in a brawl with the boys as well, too. And every time they broke up one gang in one area, another would form in, in, in a nearby district. So it was just, it, this went on for two or three days, by the way. It wasn't just September 13th. That's a lot of days. So I guess if you think of the LA riots in the 90s, but over straw hats, because it was a fashion uncouth to wear them after the 15th. That's the, the best analogy I could probably come up with. <laughs> yeah the boys even started bonfires of straw hats too and surprisingly the riots were actually quite a quite a financial success for the hat stores which would remain open at this time because they were feared that people would be attacked so they wanted to stay open because anyone that wanted to get rid of their straw hat and get the new felt hat for felt hat day could come in to avoid being attacked for wearing a straw hat. They could come in and buy a new felt hat instead. There are a couple theories on that though. It was theorized that most of the violence, which were around hat stores rather than mostly in say the streetcars, may have been a way for the hat stores themselves to drum up business, paying these mobs of boys under the table to attack the straw hats as a way for the men to come in and buy more hats for the upcoming season sounds a bit far-fetched though this is all far-fetched it's over a freaking hat 
like a two or three day riot straw hats everywhere groups mobs and mobs boys up to a thousand says the new york times in one area people were hospitalized a person broke an arm boys got spanked but surprisingly no one died until 1924. what do you mean until 1924 what this went on in the 1920s yep oh dear lord yep well it was only around september 15th it wasn't the entire time it started, it briefly started, as I mentioned, early in 1910, but really took off in around 1922 and would continue until 1925. And there was one death known to come from the riots that resulted in 1924. But people saw, were starting to think, well, we should just probably get rid of Straw Hat Day and Felt Hat Day and just decide that we want to wear our hats when we want to wear them and tell society that we want to wear them when we want because, and they should not dictate what we should wear, which is something we should all be saying. And in fact, President Coolidge called for the end of the, this quote unquote discard date for straw hats, told them they should, they should die out because some people wanted to get rid of it and some people wanted to keep it. And he goes, no, just get rid of it and in fact there is a picture of him from 1925 wearing a straw hat on september 20th the horror well i suppose if the president can do it so can i right so it pretty much after 1925 this discard date pretty much disappeared and also around that same time panama hats came into fashion and straw hats straw hats fell out of fashion panama hats are a bit cooler i i, I do like a good panama hat so at the end of the end, bleh. at the end of the Straw Hat riots of 1922, by around September 15th, the streets were littered with straw everywhere, and it would take hours for the street sweepers to clean it all up. Just flurry of straw everywhere. Shocking. Not really. So dumb. If you want to see a picture, go onto Google and just type in Straw Hat riots. It should show you a picture because I don't know how I'm going to be able to show it to you. And I just want you to see a picture of how popular straw hats were. It's a sea of straw hats. It literally, yeah. Now imagine the sea of straw hats. And that's just one day. But we're talking hundreds of thousands of people. And ladies would wear them too. Hundreds of thousands of people getting rid of their straw hats by September 15th. So you've got tons of people still wearing them two days before the end of Straw Hat Day, and now you've got hundreds of thousands of people being mobbed by boys who are clawing at them to get rid of their straw hats. I repeat my earlier statement. It's a straw hat. <laughs> this is silly. I repeat my earlier statement. Looking for some kind of form of entertainment? Go to a boxing match. Those are good to go to. Exactly. And it was going on in the 1800s. Oh, sure it was. Uh, but I don't know that 15-year-olds or 10-year-olds would be allowed to go. I suggest you run around the block a few times, child. I guess more of the question is, why aren't these people in school? It's also at night, so what are the boys doing at the house? But it was the 20s. But that would be the tale of the Straw Hat Riots of 1922 and how a fashion style kind of went horribly wrong, in a sense. Yeah, that, that, that's what happens. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Well, with that being said, I guess we'll end it here for today. Hope you enjoy. Hope to see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.